Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise God. And Lord, we just say thank you for doing great things in these women of God's life. And Lord, I even pray, even those who have husbands that are not saved, Lord, I pray that you will save husbands. Lord, I pray that you will save men, save sons, and the mighty grandsons in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. Prophetess Angela, uh, are you on the line? Yes, I'm here, Prophet. Praise God. Well, uh, Prophetess, I want to thank God for you, and I'm and I'm going to release the line to you and let the Lord use you. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. I'm so excited uh, about this evening. At first, I thought to myself, I said, well, maybe uh, when I checked the line, I didn't see you uh, about to come on, and then you had an enemy place tricks on you, right? I'm like, well, maybe I don't. I probably wasn't supposed to come on here tonight anyway, and I'm just here flipping and listening to Periscope and everything. <laughs> but the Lord is good. I mean, I thank God because he allowed me to uh, come before you all today as I humbly come before his presence today in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we just continue to thank you already, Lord God, that you're already on the line, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for your readiness and your people already. And I pray, Lord God, as you have pricked their hearts and have uh, prepared their heart for uh, what you have given unto me for the last couple of weeks, you've just been... Um, He's been pouring it out in my spirit here, and it's like um, what he had given to me was the keys for successful living. And uh, because uh, in, in, in our time right now, you see a lot of people wanting prosperity. You want to see them uh, in their wholeness of their bodies and in, in their minds. You just want to see people at the, uh, at the place uh, where God will, you can honestly see that the face of God shine on us. You know, we, we want to stand out as being a people that or a remnant that are definitely from Christ Jesus. But I just want to I want to bring you into the word because we're we're I just so I'm thankful for Prophetess uh, Constant when she was on here the, uh, the, the prior because uh, she reminded me we apart from the word there, we don't have nothing we have nothing outside of God. So when the, the very first scripture God gave me was that Matthew's four and four, uh, but man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. So we can't we can't get our we can't get our revelation off of a magazine, stop trying to find it in on Twitter, stop trying to get it off of Facebook. When we get in the face of God and hear his word, it's his word is that's gonna triumph. And even he even put it himself in the word of God. He said in Psalms one thirty eight and two, he said, I've lifted up my word above all my name so there's, there's no way in the world can we get revelation outside of his word. Praise him. Hallelujah. Glory be unto Jesus. I'm going to take you over to Deuteronomy, uh, the four, uh, Deuteronomy 6 and 4. We're just going to peek at that first because I was looking at that scripture, and I said, God, when we think about prosperity, we think about wholeness, we think about what we desire to have, 
Um, we know that God is. Let me get. Let me get this silence. The, uh, the background for a minute. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so uh, in Deuteronomy six and four, it, it tells you how uh, he he had the children of Israel to be blessed. When we look at the, the very first portion of that, it talks about obedience. When you you say you know when, when in the book of Deuteronomy he, he goes in to talk about now that these are the commandments and the statutes and the judgments of the Lord your God that I command you to teach you that you may walk. In, in it, wherever, whatsoever you go to possess it, so that he want us to possess the land. In other words, we can't possess the land without seeking his face and without having him on the inside. He wants a, he wants a worshiper. God is looking, seeking a worshiper tonight. He's seeking, if we have that rightness with God, he is seeking a worshiper because the keys of success belongs to the worshiper. If we continue to read on down, it says, thou that thou mayest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his commandments in which he has commanded thy son and thy son's son all the days of your life that your days may be prolonged. See, all, you see it so many times in this, in this day, today's society, we, we see people wrestle with cancers and diabetes and sickness. And why are they sick? Because they don't have the word. The Bible even tells us that in our marrow, if we read Proverbs, it tells you how the very word of God is our marrow, it's in our bones, that it can heal, the, heal our bones. I mean, Christ in us is the hope of glory. He wants us, he wants us to be in whole. He don't want his people sick. He don't want us to, to uh, phantom some, you know, go, go to the doctor and let them write a prescription and say that you can be healed. He is the healer. He is your medicine. He is your doctor. You know what I mean? He, he's the one writing out all of our medicine. He knows what he wants to prescribe. So when we follow the, the, the you know, his, his agenda and follow what he asks us to do, we're going to prosper. And if I'm sorry to get too far off the word, but he says exactly here. He says, hear, O Israel, that the Lord our God is one Lord, is one Lord. You know what? In the, if you go sneak over to Genesis the third and fourth, uh, you know, uh, one and three were the enemy tried to tell Eve, if you eat of the fruit of this garden, you'll, you'll be like God. But God wants us to realize that we are not God. We are his servants. See, we, the one thing about it is we've gotten beyond ourselves. So many people, get, they, they get their titles, they get their, their place of authority, and they forget who brought them there. <laughs> so that's what God wanted, he want to bring us back to the remembrance that we are to seek his face for everything. He or, he's our source. He's our main source. And it goes here. Here, O Israel, observe to do it. He says he's telling you to, to observe to do this, that it may be well with you, that you may increase mightily, as the Lord God and your fathers have promised thee, that you will have a land flowing with milk and some honey. Here, O Israel, he says, and the Lord thy God, shall, you, you shall love the Lord your God with what? All your heart and all your soul, and all your might, and all these words which I've commanded thee this day in your heart, and you will teach them to your children, and you shall talk of them while you sit in your house, <laughs> and when you go by the wayside. See, some people don't even bother to mention Christ when, in their conversation in just happenstance. Where you're, you know, People sometimes just need that word, because by every word <laughs> that proceeded out of the mouth of God is going to bring life to someone. So don't be afraid to let your light shine. So then he says, and when thou liest down and when you rise up, 
and thou and thou shalt bind them upon your hands, and thou shalt put this between your forelids and between your eyes. What is he saying? Let this be in your soul, that the Lord thy God is one Lord. You notice how the Jewish nation is very a blessed people. You, we, we wonder why they're so blessed. But when you continually verbally going down, he said this is supposed to be written upon your, your, your house, your post. Your, your, and then he said then he, he told you he's going to give you wells you didn't dig. <laughs> and then you're, you, you know, and, and, and trees that you, you didn't plant. And uh, he's, he's letting you understand that if you just follow some strategic instruction, God has given a strategic instruction to wealthiness. To, to, to proceed in, in success. Everybody's, like I said, they're looking for success in the wrong places. They, they, want, they, want, they want their homes nice. They want their families blessed. He's promising us blessings. And if you go over to Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 28, he talks about the obedience, and then he talks about the cursing. When you in your private time, meditate on Deuteronomy because he wants you to understand what brings on the blessing and what brings on the curse. We have forgotten Lamentations 5 and 7. He said, our forefathers have sinned, and they are not. That's the reason why we don't, we, we're not prospering. Some of us have not laid before the Lord and before the altar to cast down, you know, generational curses, to get rid of some stuff that may be lingering out there that, that we don't even, you know, you, you be wondering, what's, what's blocking me? What's blocking me? I'm doing all the right thing. I'm doing all, I'm, I'm serving him. I know everything to do right. I'm doing all that I can to do right. What is hindering you? But it might not be something you did. It could be something your grandmother's grandmother did. According to Numbers 14 and 18, he said he'll hold this even to the third and fourth generation. See, it don't think in God's eyes, he won't just uh, acquit the wicked. One thing about God, he's not, when he said, I will not alter the thing that have gone out of my lips. We got to realize when God, when he make a promise to you and make a covenant, it shall surely come to pass. He said, I'm not a man that I shall lie. So when he, when, he come, when he come to tell you the truth about a thing, if he's giving you a prophecy, that, even though it's hairy, the Bible said, uh, write the vision and make it plain. It's going to come. He said, it's going to, though it's hairy, wait on it. Wait on your blessing. Wait. If you don't even got it on paper, don't expect it to manifest. Because that was, he said, when you look at it, Written on, a, on just like the Bible, he said, though shall it shall be written, so shall it be done. How can your, your vision come to pass if you don't have it on paper? How can you have something uh, that God has to bring to pass in your life if you haven't spoken the vision? He wants you to be the writer. That's why in the Psalms he says, let my tongue become a pen of a ready writer. This is where God is trying to ask his people to become the part of a successful nation. He don't want his his saints suffering in poverty on the welfare line. He don't want he don't what he has in store for us. And Jeremiah he tells us, I have plans for you to succeed and not to and not to fail. He has he has he has promises lying. Oh, the, the words of promise are in the atmosphere waiting on us for us to grasp. You know what? We're not doing enough talking either. When we do our our lips, the Bible tells us in Proverbs it begins to tell us. In Proverbs, uh, go to 15 and 7. Proverbs 15, 7. He says, he tells us that, uh, if he says the lips, go to 15, oh, actually 15, 23. Drop to 23. A man has joy by the answer of his mouth. You know, it, he wants us people to understand, and even Proverbs 18, 21 tells us, death and life are in the power of your tongue. 
if we're not speaking a thing, so when we let people put word curses on us, oh, she's always poor, she always broke, she always, don't accept a negative, a negative report. That's one thing we got to realize. When somebody speaks something negative over you, say, no, I ain't receiving that. I mean, I, I love you very much, but I'm not going to receive a negative report because what the Lord has said of me. It's, it's, see, when we get the word down on the inside of us, he said, so is a man thinketh, so is he. So when we begin to realize who we are and who we are created to, to be in Christ Jesus, we don't have to worry about what others think of us. We just know what God's promises are in us and how they will be fulfilled. As long as we stay the, stay the course, stay the course and stay, you know, uh, in, 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 in the face of God and know that whatever he has promised to us, it shall come to pass. I just know, I just know that what God has in store for us, you know, we used to hear the song, what God has for me is for me. We need to know that when uh, we, we lay our trust in Christ Jesus, there's no way that God's going to see you call on his name and, and, and not make good. He said, will I not make it good? Will I, whatever I promised you, will I not make it good? Will I not have a good return on it? Because he's not a man. He's not going to put his name out there and have it look all funny. He's like, okay, I, you got my name on it. And because you got my name on it, I'm, I'm committed to seeing that thing come to pass, according to Jeremiah 1 and 12. He said, I've hastened unto my word to perform it. He has to come forth in, in the things that he has desired to see of his people. Once we trust in him, once we get our, 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 ourselves aligned with the will of God, we have to be in the will of God. Matthew seven twenty one. He said, He that doeth the will of my Father alone. We cannot have our own desire without the will of God. Press in to see what the will of God is. That's also found in Ephesians. He tells us we need to know what the mind and the will of, of, the, of the Lord is. We need to know what his will is for our life. If you're not, if you don't know what, the, what his will is, possibly it is because we haven't uh, tarried and laid before the Lord long enough to ask him what it is he desires of us. Because he said, if you commit yourself, you commit your way unto the Lord, he will establish your goings. He's going to make sure that you follow the desires of his heart for your life. And we, we will be a successful people as long as we don't stray. One thing about God I noticed in the, in the scriptures throughout time, he's a faithful God to his people. He wants us to serve him and him alone. He's a jealous, jealous God. We don't talk about his jealousy, but one thing about it, he do not like idolatry. I, I, this is something that uh, we, we, we do it uh, haphazardly. Like most people will get up first thing in the morning. They'll get on Twitter. They'll get on Facebook. They'll get on everything else. But have you gotten on your knees? Have you gotten in the presence of God? He's like, wait a minute. Didn't I, am I not the one that woke you up this morning? Have I, am I not the one that, you know, have spoken uh, life over you? Uh, it, this is why we, he said he's a very, very jealous God. When he talked about Moses and um, back over in Numbers, the 21, 21.8, he said when they were murmuring and complaining. They were dis, discouraged, and they didn't want to hear nothing. You know, because they felt like, oh, y'all, you took us all this way from Egypt and we got to walk off. They was mumbling and complaining. Guess what? God had them serpents to begin to bite them people. And, and you know what? They went to ask Moses, oh, can you part, get God to part in us? And then it's sure enough, God said, you know what? Make a serpent and put it on a cross. You know, he said, once he put it on the cross, he said, let the serpent bite you. When you, you let it bite you, look and live. That means he wants us to realize he is our only source. 
We cannot find a source above Christ Jesus. He said there's no other foundation that can be laid than that which is Christ Jesus. You read your Bible long enough, that's what you're going to find is the word of God. And for me, I'm like, that's my meat. That's my joy. This is something I've learned that my Bible is not just a, a book that I, I, I let dust crawl on. And my Bible is something that I have on the inside of me because when these people come in with martial law and all that, you mean you need the Holy Ghost of God to hide you from every encampment of the enemy, and he will do just what he says, his word will say. He said, I will, I will not allow the enemy to, you know, do those things to you. But you, he said only in uh, Daniel's 11, uh, t- uh, 11.32, he said, they that know their God will do great exploits. It's not somebody that just haphazardly call on God when they feel like it. Oh, oh I, got, I want God to bring me a blessing. No, he, want, he said, they that worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Those are the keys to successful living. If anybody else has taught you different, I hate to tell you, I hate to be the news flash, but the good news has already gone forth. And God wants his people to know this is the right now season. The Bible teaches you in Hebrews that now faith is the substance of the things hoped for and the evidence of the things that we cannot see. So we need to trust him. Trust him. Trust him because only it is, we're only going to find what we need in all word, in our Bible, with supplication and with prayer, with supplication and prayer. If you have to make songs and, and, and sing unto the Lord by yourself, do what you got to do. David even encouraged himself in the Lord. He said, even when you find yourself by yourself, you, we were, we're never alone. God, like he was just saying, I'm so sad when I got on the line, prophet said, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Even when we don't feel God, because God is not in a feeling, y'all. God is not in a feeling. One thing he is, is he is in his word, and he's, he's a covenantal God. He, he won't leave us, but we cannot afford to, to, to uh, strive with him. We, can, we can't afford to uh, allow this moment, this now moment, to pass us to get in the spirit and stay there. Stay right there. Stay in your secret place, like Psalms 91 says. Stay in the secret place. He that shall, only he that abideth in the secret place. He want us in his, in his court. You know what I mean? He want us to rejoice as a people of God. That's the success. If anybody else has told you, Joshua 1, 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of our mouth. You know, he want us to keep his word right, in, right, right next to us. Because if we're filled and if we're, we're rich in the word, only he can protect only the words. The enemy knows if he want to attack you, he got to get authority from God. He did the same to Job in chapter 2. He couldn't, he couldn't just attack Job because Job had, had, the, had the gates of promises around him. He had to get permission. One thing about it, God is not going to suffer his people to, to be, you know, to just be uh, taken away or uh, to be haphazardly just, you know, thrown into the fire. But one thing I, for, for, is for sure, he can't cover you if you're not serving him. If, you, if, if, you're, if you're back and forth. If you, if you one, sometime today I'm serving him, but tomorrow I don't mind kicking it with my, well, you know, with my friends and I'm doing what I want to do. This is my thing. Okay, I'm only having occasional sip of beer or I'm, 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 I'm allowed to smoke cigarettes. Uh, what, what's the, with that? No, the body is, is his temple, his temple. We, we can't put anything in our bodies. That goes for food, anything. We need to ask the Lord, how do we, how do we eat? How shall we, you know, do this, the things that are pleasing to you? You know, and then he said, don't worry about what things are coming to you. He kept one saying, he kept right after we got off the line, he said, consider the lilies of the field. He's just letting you know, why are you 
so concerned and consumed on how this bill is getting paid, how that bill is getting paid, how this is. He said, do, do the, do the, is the trees worrying about how they're getting fed tomorrow? He said, if the, the grass today is thrown into the fire, you know what I mean? It's going to be burnt up, y'all. He's you know, if, if, if it's going to be burnt up, how much more are you than they? So he knows what you have need of already. He already knows what we, we, have, we, what we need. So if, if we're trusting him, he's going to bring it to pass. We just got to open up our mouth. With the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaketh, the Bible says. With the abundance of the mouth, the heart speaketh. So you have to speak a word over yourself. Speak. He said, open up your mouth and, and, let, and let me feel it. He's going to feel the word in you. He, once you got enough of it on the inside, it gets into your heart. And don't let the devil steal it from you because that's exactly what his job is to do. But when you stay meditating on the word, when you stay in the spirit, and then you stay with the saints of God, stay under the covering. If you got a covering, be honorable. Be, do, do, what, do what is honorable. You know, in the sight of all men, so that when they come to see you, you're, wherever you be, you're the same. You're not, you're not one way or the other. You know, because he said you will be known as, you are, as you're known. If they know you as a drunkard, better know they know you as a drunkard. If they know you as a crackhead, oh, you, she, yeah, she, she's a crackhead. They, they label people, oh, she's a, uh, oh, yeah, she's a hypocrite. Why? Because they see you in church all the time, but then you're doing something outside of his will. So that's why he said, be careful to let your good not be evil spoken of. So we have to realize the keys to success is to staying in the will of God. Stay in the will of God. Stay, stay in the will of God that he may preserve you. He will preserve his people. He will speak peace unto his people. The people of God have to be assured that today, he said, today is the day that the Lord has made. We don't have to worry about it. Because we know what he has, what he has uh, invested in us. We are an investment to God. We are his, his hands, his eyes, his ears. We, we are the people. That's the reason why when you go back over in the Old Testament, when he said, should I destroy this world? Should I, should I destroy? He said, no, but because there's but one righteous over there. I cannot destroy the land. If, if, if it had not been for us. We, we, there's be so much going on right now because of what Obama let the, the, the spirit of perversion loose. And if we, if we, the people of God, weren't here, if we weren't here, the world probably would have been a disaster by now. Because God said he's not, if he, he wouldn't go back and apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Come on now. So we got to realize that God is nothing to be prayed with. Though his mercies is great, yes, he's a loving God. But better know there is coming a time. He said judgment shall begin in the house of God. And sure enough, it is here. It is not. It's already here. And the people of God don't even realize it. He said surely the Lord was in this place. And we didn't even recognize him. That's what Jacob said. Surely the Lord was in here. He didn't even know the Holy Ghost. He, he had the vision and went up into heaven. He didn't even know the Spirit of God had already visited. Some people were looking for something else, but they, they don't even realize the Spirit of God is already here. It's not. It's right now in your mouth. He said the word of God is not in your mouth. And it, all, all we got to do as people of God is realize that God is faithful. He's a faithful God. Pray my strength. Uh, I don't want to be keeping you too long, but today is the day the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad. And I thank God for, you know, the keys of success. I'll, apart from his word, you don't have success. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want no riches that they can give you uh for for the lottery earnings, I don't want that because 
you know, the, all of those kind of things, the wicked desire, the wicked desire and inheritance that's coming from the world. I don't want that. I want what the inheritance that the Lord to me said, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, nothing attached to it. No, no grievances is attached to that. You know, I mean, I'm believing God for the faithfulness of God to bring what he has for in store for his people. He got, he got uh, promises, like I said, over us. We, we, we are sitting in the wealthy place already. We already have it in our homes. He said, wealth and riches shall be in your house. It's probably a book that you ain't got sat down and read. It's probably something that you, you, you probably can make in, in your kitchen uh, uh, selling some type of a recipe. You don't know what God has already put in your house <laughs> that's going to bring you the prosperity that you need because he don't want us begging for nothing. He already told us he's going to bring the beggar out of the dunghill in First Samuel. He said, I will bring them out of the dunghill and have them to sit among princesses. I know what God has in store for his people. We just got to hope, stay the faith, stay the course, and believe on, on the Lord Jesus Christ. Continue to keep the faith, saints. God bless you. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, woman of God. There, there was uh, Prophetess Angela, and um, a mighty woman of God, and I thank God for her because, uh, you, know, um, you know, God say his blessings are no sorrow. And I just want to tell everybody this. Um, everything that I I got out of, you know, you you got prophecies, you got false prophets, and you got real prophets. But what I have learned, the Bible, even the Bible states say the children of darkness is wiser than the children of light. That's in the Word of God. But what I have learned through it all that I want God's blessings. You know, I I don't like the woman God say about the lotto. You know, the lotto, you know, um, you know, I've seen people get rich off of it and different things, but a lot of them, uh, they did research, and a lot of them be broke within two or three years. That ain't no blessing. If it was such a blessing, so what What I have learned, I want God's blessings. I want his blessings. I have no sorrow. You know, uh, Amen. I was, I was about to walk in some things. And I had to realize, I said, you know what, Lord, I'm going to use wisdom. Uh, the word I call it common sense, but I said, Lord, I'm going to use wisdom. Because I don't want to work hard all my life. I know, you know, sometimes I'm going to have to work hard. But when I get my 67, I don't want to be working like I'm in my 30s and 40s. So I'm, I'm using wisdom. And I, I pray that everybody on this line will use wisdom even more. You know, use God's wisdom. Amen. Um, uh, uh, Evangelist Constance, uh, you have a comment uh, for the woman of God, a word of encouragement. Amen. Amen. Uh, Prophetess Johnson, you have a word of encouragement. Or a word or anything God lead on your heart for the woman of God. Pop this Um, I just wanted to say I really enjoy your sermon, your sermon, Prophetess Angela. Um, and I believe God has even more mighty works for you. Um, I think that was a very powerful word, meditating, focusing on God because if we focus on him, then we won't be distracted. Then we won't be detoured for what God has for us and even his will for our lives. Amen. 
I thank you, Prophet Johnson. Uh, amen. I just thank God uh, for everybody uh, on the line. Um, uh, uh, Prophet Raymond, do you got words of encouragement or uh, any comments? <laughs> I was listening to the oracles of God speaking through the woman of God there, and I was so blessed because she knows how, she has the Issachar anointing in her life which means she knows how to deliver God's word to to the hungry and the thirsty. She knows what the timings and seasons of God. She knows how to flow. She knows how to allow Christ inside her to pull up into the office of the apostle and the prophet and the pastor, evangelist, and teacher inside her to feed God's people and, and to rightly divide the word of truth. You see, when... When the word of God is spoken in due season, it's like apples of gold and pictures of, of silver. And and, and, and she has a, a discernment. She knows uh, how to allow the spirit of Christ inside of her to function and operate in his offices that are on the inside of her. She's not into titles. The word of God says... Give honor to whom honor is due, and give double honor to those especially that labor in the word of God and prayer, for they must watch, give account for your soul. Amen. And woman of God, this is the hour, says the Spirit of the Lord, that I'm going to judge the ungodly in the midst. I'm going to judge those who say they are tithers, but they're just tithing for the purpose of recognition. God says his fire is going to come out. The swords of fire are going to come out of your mouth. They're going to set the captives free. They're going to break the chains. The anointing is going to destroy yokes, but the fire of God in your mouth is going to just burn the chaff and the iniquity out of God, the lives of God's people. For my word which come forth out of my mouth, says the Lord, shall not return void, but it shall accomplish, it shall prosper. It's going to penetrate into the dark places of people's lives, and it's going to burn the tares inside of people that are carnally minded. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. God's word in your mouth is going to, to separate the, uh, the godly from the ungodly. God's manifested word, his living word, is coming alive inside of you. His living word is taking control of your spirit, soul, and body. You've been faithful in the little. Now you'll be Lord over much, says the Lord. There are people that can tithe, and there are people that are not able to tithe because of the condition of the situation they're living in, the circumstances, they have not learned to surrender their lives to the Lord because he's looking for, 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 for humble, contrite, broken uh, hearts. My word in your mouth, Prophetess Angela, is going to change people's lives instantly in the twinkling of an eye. From the fleshly, carnal nature to the sanctified, spirit-filled, spirit control, baptized with fire nature. 
God is a consuming fire, and God's fire is shut up in your bones. The witches and the warlocks will be ashes under your feet. Have I not spoken it in Malachi? People are, are, are committing adultery in the church. Spiritual adultery. Flirting with the world and flirting flirt, and then thinking to go to go to God on Sunday and, and, and live like the devil the rest of the week. Those days are over. My words in your mouth are going to chastise and chasten and bring people to repentance. My fire in your mouth is going to burn the chaff in people. My fire will bring first-degree burdens to those that are rebellion and stubborn to my words. You're going to expose fornication in the church. You're going to expose adultery. You're going to expose the secret things of a person's heart. But all done in the spirit of humility and meekness and wisdom. Humility always comes before honor. And I hear the Lord saying, he's pleased with you, my daughter. He's going to give you ten talents. He's going to put his unlimited anointing. It's going to come forth and operate inside you from this day forth, from even this night, in unlimited ways, just like it operated in Jesus without measure. The without measure anointing is now flowing inside of you. Great grace shall be upon your life. You shall travel to the nations, though you've not planned it, but I've planned it for you, saith the Lord. I've planned for my words in your mouth to to bring forth life and spirit to those that would have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying inside of you. And yet I will judge people that threaten you, that even think evil against you while you're in the pulpit, A lot of people don't like to hear a message. Well, I'm going to drop dead like I'm not Sapphira. God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He doesn't change. And and Sapphira died because they lied. But had they blasphemed, they would have been burning in hell. But because they only lied, they were delivered over to Satan for the destruction of their flesh so their soul could be saved. Unfortunately, a lot of people are going to be saved this way. It's too bad. Woman of God, get ready. God says, I'm going to take the wealth of the wicked and I'm going to transfer it to you. Because it costs money to go on television. It costs money to get the word to people's lives. And you've not set your heart on the money, on the riches, on the gold or the silver, but I'm going to give you the gold and the silver. I'm going to give you the cattle on a thousand hills. Because freely you have received, freely you have given, and God is pleased in your giving. It's a sweet uh, incense unto him. You are a living sacrifice, says the Lord. God says, I resist the proud, but I give grace to the humble, and the humility of my son will come forth in you mightily in unlimited dimensions. There are seven new dimensions coming alive in you right now, says the word of the Lord.
You will raise up other ministers and other ministries because he maketh his ministers a flame of fire. You will raise up a godly standard. People are saying, well, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the King James is a lie from, from hell when it's been written by the arm of flesh. God says, my word and your mouth are going to cause the living word to come alive inside of people because the day and the hour is upon us when they're going to take your, your written Bibles away from you and burn them. You've got to have the written word inside you. You have hid God's word in your heart, and therefore you cannot sin against God when you're abiding in the secret place of the Most High. And you will bring an army of people, a remnant, into the secret place of the Most High this hour, says the Spirit of the Lord. Yes, we make mistakes. We make some wrong turns, some wrong choices. We fall into it, make a trespass, but he ever lived to make intercession for us. His blood is, 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 can be applied. And God says he's going to enlarge the platform in your life. Be in that place where Peter was in the spirit, where 5,000, 7,000 came to the Lord in one day. Just translate, get ready, because God's greatness inside you is measured by your obedience, your humility to him. He rewards the humble. You'll operate like Samuel, like Ezekiel, like Elijah, raising up Elishas in the land. And they're going to be changed and transformed instantly from the sin nature to the righteous, sanctified nature within seconds. In a moment of time, people will be changed right before your eyes. It will come to you and give you a testimony and say, I don't know how to sin anymore. Because the fire of God inside me has destroyed the sin nature and the fullness of the stature of Jesus Christ rules and reigns inside of my life. You're going to raise up a people with authority, with power, with demonstration. Seven days a week. Now here's the Lord saying when he needs to translate you and rapture you to other locations, to other nations, he has the power to do it and he will do it. He will watch over his word in your life, Apostle Angela, to perform it. There are nations out there that don't, don't know about tithing, they, and, 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 and tithing has been abused in the body of Christ. People made a golden calf out of it. You're going to expose that too. There's a fresh breath of the Ruach HaKadosh being imparted to you right now, woman of God. You will never be deceived because you have a love for the truth. A love for the ways of the Spirit. Therefore, my thoughts will now become your thoughts, says the Almighty. My heart is now your heart, says the Almighty. You will not be controlled by your, your flesh or sin nature ever again, says the Spirit of the Lord. For I shall watch over my word. For now my son is coming inside you in his fullness. He's suddenly coming to your temple like it's written in Malachi. 
Refiner's Fire. You will refine my people. Thank you, Jesus. Because my word in your mouth shall cause my people to be sanctified instantly. Because time is short. And they receive revelation knowledge how to walk and abide and live continually in sanctification. A spirit, soul, and body. Paul said, I pray that, you're, that you be sanctified, spirit, soul, and body, your soul preserved blameless unto the coming of the Lord. He wasn't talking about the rapture or of the church, which he never saw in his time. He was talking about the coming of Christ in his fullness inside the believer on the day of Pentecost. I release that word to you, woman of God. Back to you, Apostle Larry. Amen, amen. I just want to thank God for everybody that came on the line. And uh, I just give God the honor and the praise. And uh, Prophet Angela, uh, keep on keeping on. Francis uh, Carson, uh, Minister uh, Michelle, I just want everybody to keep on keeping on. Amen. Amen. And I just want to tell everybody about tithes. Um, you know, um, there are many forms of, you know, tithes. You know, you give, you got time, you know, you give up your time. You know. But um, I have seen over the years how um, people have used tithes as a, a means of controlling folks. So Amen. I just want to just thank God, you know, for that. Amen. Well, I just thank God for everybody that is here. Uh, Prophet Angela, do you have anything to say? Um, and also, I'm going to do something different. Um, um, Prophet Angela, uh, I'm going I'm to uh, have you to close out the service in prayer. Amen. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. I thank God for his people. Father God, we just thank you once again. We thank you, Lord God, for just being who you are, sweet Lord Jesus. God, we thank you. Glory, God, we worship you. We worship you, and we love you, and we thank you, Lord. We can only say thank you, and we couldn't, even if we had 10,000 tongues, we couldn't thank you enough, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be unto God. Thank you for your, your goodness, God, because it is your goodness that brings us into salvation. God, we thank you. We just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hamashandere dio sikiandere behe. Glory, hallelujah dio sikiandere bahaya. Glory, hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Sweet Holy Spirit, we ask, Lord God, in the communion of your precious Holy Ghost, Lord, now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present us faultless before your your presence, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for your sweet glory. Hallelujah. Glory be unto Jesus, Lord God. Let your spirit rest upon every person that has come on this line. Let the blessings flow. Let your face shine upon them. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the shalom of God fulfill our hearts continually. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. And I, I want to thank you again, woman of God, uh, for your obedience. And I thank you again. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.